Previously on Riffwake. Gorif tries to get a bounty on Minrith but ends up confessing to murder. Lupix does his best to get him out, but after a narrow escape, Gorif finds himself yet again in jail. After summoning a horse and feeding it laxatives and having it defecate all over the holding cells. Gorif is eventually released again on the condition that the party never returns. Hi there, my name's Nathan, and I'm the Dungeon Master of Riffwake. I'm Caden, and I play Gorif Rumnaheim, a Dwarven Paladin. I'm Josh, and I play Lupix Montivia, a Tiefling Druid. I'm Remy, and I play Morris Pembroke, Human Barbarian. I'm Dylan, and I play Willem Tinks Patrickson, a Gnome Wizard. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and welcome to Riffwake. The party finds themselves in front of the doors of Dren. The doors have been slammed unceremoniously behind them, and they are the only people out here. Outside, another person, a gnome in fact, who is sitting down in front of the door, rather forlornly. They kick you out too. Who? Are you, are you talking to me? Uh... You're the only one here besides us, so... Oh, but that, well, well, and, and uh, he, he flips, he takes out a leather notebook and starts flipping. I, 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 yes, I, I was also kicked out. Were you? What happened? This, this guy, and he points his thumb towards the dwarf of the party. It wasn't all my fault. I mean, it was mainly my Had fault. But was not... in the guard station, and they were not very pleased with that. Well, no, they weren't. They deserved it. They fucking arrested me for no reason. It wasn't my fault. Fuck you. He just gives you a look. <laughs> well, that seems all entirely too... Uh, that seems really interesting, but um, I don't think that we're on the same boat, really. Uh, actually, I just turned in a, um, bunch of my friends, well, was, were my friends, uh, because they decided to steal from a, some caravan and I, I I just didn't think it was, well, I just didn't think it was okay, you know? So I I turned them in and then they shouted obscenities at me as they were getting dragged into the Dren and, well, I've been thinking about that. I don't know if I'm wrong and, um, if, I don't know. Well, that's fine. It's all right. Mama Pollock always told me that it's going to be okay. Uh, so long as you believe in yourself, you believe that uh, everything is going to be fine and that you're doing good, I'll be good. Isn't that right? Right? Mama Pollock that is right, right? a lot of words, but sure. So I, I've been looking down this entire time. I was looking at my notebook up in the, like, uh, with Hona but I never really looked at um, this person who started talking to me. And then I finally turned to him and I looked that he's, uh, he's a human, right? Yes. Very, very oh. big human. Think like very big Schwarzenegger-esque. Like, yeah. And as I, as I kind of look up, I'm kind of like, oh, it's like, you're very tall. And you're very short. And very Fucking handsome knows. for a human. Uh, thank you. Like he gets like, oh, I wasn't expecting that response. That's nice. <laughs> and he like actually gets a little bashful for a moment. Are you guys traveling together? I we're heading to turn to Lupix. Where are we heading? 
wizard tower, right? Or maybe not a no, wizard, no. but someone who can uh, cast locate object on Gorof's flask. Oh, oh yes, yes. Um, I won't get into it, but um, a very important thing to me was stolen by a terrible person. So, yeah, we're going to retrieve that. And also there's like a another flask we need Wasn't to... Wasn't there that librarian guy for the demon flask thing? Well, yeah, and that, but that's like, you know, that's kind of a secondary as task. As, as, as they are bickering, can I cast an insight check? <laughs> <laughs> they did just say that they were kicked out of jail or for doing something wrong. So something, some alarm bells are ringing. Oh, also, so for the record, we also have a tiefling with a tiefling child with us. That is true. Yeah, so I'm kind of I'm kind of looking at them. It's like I'm getting a little bit suspicious. So can I ca- uh, can I make an insight check if they're telling the truth? Go ahead. Uh, shit. <laughs> no, it's an easy one. They're not trying to deceive you or anything. So you see it as I okay, all right, all right. Uh, so say who's this wizard you're looking for? Maybe I might know him. Again, turn to Lupix. Who's this wizard we're looking for? I turned to Gore. What was the name of the wizard we're looking for? <laughs> what do you expect me to fucking know? How did you know me? Come on. Wait, what? I thought Morris you knew. will just say, oh, right, and pull out a little slip of paper for the note. Uh, Nathan, what was the name again? <laughs> <laughs> like, my character actually doesn't know because I wasn't there when y'all met him. <laughs> yeah, so Morris would have the written version, but... Talnor. Talnor, that's it. Okay. So we're supposed to see Talnor, and we've got a note of permission to go see him, so we can hopefully skip some of the bureaucratic stuff. Nathan, do I, does does Talnor sound familiar to me? So Talnor is a librarian at the Arcana Scriptorium, which is a library that stores most oh, of the okay. magical books. Like basically is where you want to go if you want to learn magic um, outside of the main main institution, which is uh, Black Thorn Academy. So yeah. So I've I've heard of him in in passing. I assume. If you have any connections to um, magic, you might have heard him, especially since he's one of the few librarians that actually maintain the library. Gotcha, gotcha. So I definitely, so I definitely know. It's like, what's his name again? Sorry. Tell no. <laughs> Talonor! Oh, I know him, actually. Uh, so what was this locate, lo- uh, identify, locate an object? Yes, there was an item stolen from Gorif here. Ah, uh, locate an object. Ah, uh, that's a shame, that's a shame. Did someone steal it, or...? Oh, it was the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. It was a flask. But it wasn't a just flask? an ordinary flask. A flask made of the glass from Varnok. And it would refill anything you put in it. It was infinite meat, and it was the greatest thing that I'd ever had. It was my life, my pride and joy. This was yesterday. One day, an evil, despicable person stole it from me, and I've never seen them since. It was yesterday. Well, uh, yes, you know, same thing. Um, Where'd I go? Find the flask. And also, there's another evil demon flask we need to look at, but that's kind of a side quest. Like as, as, as you're kind of saying this, is flipping furiously through his notebook, trying to like, so what do I want? He's, he has this face on. It's like, well, what should I do? What should I say? It's like, well, if you're looking for Talonor, um, is it possible maybe that, that I can come with you? I know, I know it sounds weird. You must have been traveling for a long time. I know it's a weird request, but 
Well, there's no pain in asking. Lupix is just like, he seems confused for a second, but then he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Wait, demon flask? What demon flask? The fucking thing that Jacoby drank. Yeah, that thing. Ah, uh, wasn't that a potion? Yeah, but it was in this weird magic key flask. Mm. All right. Figure. Find out. Well, you, you, you guys, you guys, you guys don't have to be obligated. Really, it's it's not a big deal. I can always go back and find a new group of friends um, after the old one abandoned me. But you know, that's that's it. that was that was all right. Um, yes, yes, I do, I do. But I, I just do you have a fucking horse with him? I don't. Sorry. He can ride with so, Remy. Okay. What do you do? What do I do? Well, actually, I'm a, a wizard. I'm just wandering around looking for uh, my old mentor. Uh, he did tell me to uh, look for him after we separated five years ago, but that's a, another long story. If you want me to get to it, I can totally get to it. But um, I mean, okay, so his name was Gragas. What's but, your uh, name? My, my name. Yes, of course. My name. My name. My, my, my name. Uh, <clears throat> my name is Willem Patrickson. My mother calls me my mother calls me Tinks, and my father calls me Skipper. But I'd prefer if you would call me Tinks. Tinks. Yes. Okay. Um, and I'm just traveling around looking for um, friends to come with because I, I really like talking to people. I really like learning about people, how they think. I really like just hanging out with people and seeing how they tick. And yeah, they're all really interesting. Oh, I can tell. Yes, right. I'm, I'm really glad that you can. So is it possible if I could just tag along? Um, there's always things to do. There's always things to learn. So if I ever go, I've never been to the Arcane Scriptorium, actually. I've heard of it, but I've never really, I've never really been. Tink, do you have a horse? I don't have a horse. I'm sorry. Do you need a horse? I can get your horse if you want. I have quite a bunch of money. Um, so you guys do have an additional horse because... Minrev didn't actually take his horse with him when he left. So, come to think of it, since Gorf summoned Steed, don't we also have extra, yeah. extra horse? Yeah, you have extra, extra horse. We should probably sell. Okay, do we want to just hand wave that Gorf sold his original yeah, yeah. horse? let's just do that. So, he's not totally... Oh, wait, no, he has gold. Right. Yeah, he has my gold, so remember? How much is he able to sell the horse for? <laughs> It's usually 75 at full price. So 50. I mean, that's not bad for the horse. I was going to eat it, so, you know, it's not bad. 293. Okay, just. Things kind of looks at you. It's like, eat it? Well, it's, it's a delicacy horse, meat, but we'll, we won't go into that anyway. Um, Delma, you've got a horse now. That's cool. Uh, I don't don't know if you're, um like, a decent person, but we, uh, whatever. I, 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 like to think, I like to think I'm really nice. My mother tells me I'm really nice. He told me to be, she told me to be nice to people, and I, I try to follow that. Just, I actually have her, uh, she, she, I, she, she wrote in my notebook, and I flipped, I flipped to, the, I flipped to like a page, like towards the back, and I show him, and it's, it's written there, um, to everyone, to everyone, uh, to, so to, Two tinks. Uh, be nice. Be nice to everyone, and hopefully the, the world will uh, be nice to the world. Be nice to everyone, and hopefully they'll be nice to you back. Uh, lots of love from Mama Pollock. And then sign. Well, that's a nice sentiment. You weren't exactly very nice when you turned your friends in. Is that's what I'm picking up here? You wouldn't do that to us, would you? 
you wouldn't I wouldn't do what? Tin a sin. If we did something illegal, he has an obligation to. Well, I mean, we do illegal things sometimes, but that's all for the greater good. Well, as long as it's, as long as it's for the greater good, then yes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything. I they were they were, they were, they were stealing. They were my uh, my friends were stealing a caravan just because they uh, had they had been attacked earlier and they lost their horse. And I didn't really think that that was the right thing to do. We had already had a lot of money. We thought that we could. I thought that we could. Um, buy a horse already, but they decided to steal one, and I didn't think that was right. So I, I you don't do that sort of thing, do you? Slow turn of head to Gorib. <laughs> no, my... everyone just moves their faces <laughs> towards Gorib. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm happy to have you along, but you've got you can't go and turn us into tin like that. Otherwise, there'd be consequences. <laughs> Which raises an eyebrow. Consequences. What kind of consequences? Look, if you don't agree with something we do, just tell us first before you take any hasty actions. Fair enough. Yes, that would be that. That does be appreciated. Yes, of course. Yes, that seems that seems that seems that seems very fair. I'm gonna roll intimidation on Willem because I don't like him. You under you understand this, Willem? Roll intimidation. Fifteen. What do I need to roll? <laughs> um, j- j- just, just take it as you will. Like, how would you react to Gorf? What are you exactly doing to try and intimidate? Kind of walking up to him and looking him dead in the eye. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking. Uh, Willem is just, or Tinks is just looking at him uh, right in the eye as well. But he's smiling. It's like he's, he's nodding. You know, he's getting quite giddy and excited. It's like, are you trying to intimidate me? Oh, well, I'm still a bit drunk, so I, I guess so. I don't know. I'm always drunk. Just sure, just don't. Well, because you don't look, well, you, just, you just look generally look really intimidating. Well, uh, well, thank you. Um, oh, fucking hell! This guy's already infecting me. Right, fine, just come along. Fuck. So he kind of like kind of giggles a bit, and it's just like, all right. So, where are we going? Delmar. Delmar. Nice. And he um. He opens. He opens his notebook. He tears out a page and starts writing. Like he starts writing something. Okay. So. I'm gonna summon my horse. Why do you bring me uh, back to this existence? Tell me. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about what happened in Bren. We've got a a new friend now, so don't talk about it. Please don't talk about it, horse. I, um, what's your name? Um. Don't name horse. Give yourself a name. We did so name can, it. We did name it. Okay, yes, you did name it. Yes, okay, Gorge. Yes, okay, right. Um, <laughs> just, I'm sorry about that. That will probably not happen again. You'll have a lovely horsey nice now. L- lovely horse life. And it'll be great. Don't, don't, don't mention anything else. Right, thank you. Let's go. Existence is pain for me seeks. <laughs> now, as, as, uh, as I kind of... Like follow them along. I, I, I asked. I was like, I act. Sorry, I got too caught up with talking and introducing myself. I you never got the opportunity to introduce yourself to me. Right. Uh, oh, okay. Morris Pembroke. Pleased to meet you. I kind of. I, I. I try to. I try to shake his hand, but I'm. I'm kind of like jumping a bit. And also, size difference. I basically just shake your arm. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there's a question. How? Small is Tinks. He's on the um, smaller side. 
around three feet, two, three feet, three. Yeah. Oh, about a third my height. <laughs> so I stand. I basically I'm your what knee level? It's like a uh, Wreck It Ralph and uh, Vanellope. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, all right. That's amazing. Okay. Like nice to meet you, Mars. And I t- I turn to uh, the dwarf. Gorf Ronheim. Nice to meet you, Gorf. Actually, I in my in my old town's eatery, we used to serve a lot of dwarves. So, um, wait, I, sorry, I'm just. And I, I turn, I turn to uh, the tiefling. The tiefling is trying to parse out if you meant serve dwarves as in serve <laughs> dwarves or serve dwarves as in feed people I was dwarves. Also thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes, uh, Lupix, Lupix one tibia. Like he he touches out his hand to uh, shake yours. And it's like that's that's a brilliant wordplay. I love it. And he writes it down. He kind of writes it down in his notebook. And um, Elizabeth is uh, holding uh, onto uh, Lupix currently. She's not too trusting of um, new people, so she's keeping rather quiet, staying close to the Lupix. I still uh, kind of look at. I still kind of look at her like expectingly. Like just waiting, just re- like nodding excitedly, looking at her. So what? What's your name? She looks up at Lupix for a second. He gives her neither an affirmative nor a negatory. It's up to her to decide if she wants to reveal anything about herself. And after a second, she's gonna look back at um, Tinks and say, "Um, my name's Elizabeth." Nice to meet you, Elizabeth. Well, really. It's really good to know everyone's names now, and uh, I'm sure that we're gonna be best of friends. And then she he, he gets really he just yeah kind of skips about as he follows you guys. Gorf just kind of gonna mutter under his breath like, "Oh fucking poor gnomes." <laughs> Sorry, quick tangent, but I just realized something kind of funny. So we've been on horses the whole time, so we're even bigger than usual. Well, there's that, but Elizabeth is 10, which would mean she's four, four and a half feet tall, somewhere in there. So she is double the height of Tinks and probably about the same height as Gorf. And that's funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) How tall is Gorf? Four, two. Yeah, she's about the same height as Gorf. (laughs) Okay. So, hmm? not counting her horns, because horns are like hair. You don't count it when you can't hide. Of course. Okay. Everyone knows the tiefling standard (laughs) measurement. So, as the party mounts their horses and they begin to leave, as you gallop through the rocky passes and um, you are about to approach a forest, and through this forest, you will eventually arrive at Delma. But approaching this forest, you notice a, a small cart of sorts. Think of it as a cart, but like instead of it being an open cart, it's more like a enclosed space. And there's someone who is basically sitting in front on in, in a carriage of sorts and making his horses go ahead. And um, noticing you, he waves you over. Hey there! Come over. I need some help. 
does he change his mind when he sees that one of the people approaching him are a tiefling? No, and in fact, roll me an insight. Also, what race is this guy? A human. Filthy humans. Elizabeth, don't trust this man. I'm just kidding. I don't tell her that. Jesus Christ, I don't have my glasses in, so I'm like struggling to see. <laughs> the letters on inside are so small. Make it bigger. All right. All right. Inside. I should be pretty good at this. You are. Oh, 18. I'm pretty good at this. So I check out his body language whenever he sees me because typically people tense up or, you know, their face goes a little bit blank, like white. Because uh, people are racist assholes. It seems like he's almost happier knowing that there's a tear fling in this party. Oh, we're about to get oh. robbed. <laughs> he's not going to feel as bad because he's going to kill someone he thinks he's Satan. That's not fair. <laughs> um, Goddess is going to look at this guy. Um, kind of suspects robbery, but then not really. But you just got to kind of be ready-ish for it. Uh, Lupix is going to put a, a, a hand basically on... Elizabeth's shoulder says, be ready for anything. But he, other than that, he doesn't really address the fact that the person looks happier. So while still on horse, not getting off, he's Morris is just going to yell out, what do you want? I need someone to help me. With what? Help me guard um, the contents of my cart. I basically just right done a couple weeks ago. Um, I lost my best Gods, it kind of died um, to a unfortunate attack by bandits. So I need someone to help me. And since, well, I tried to get some help back in Dren, but everyone seemed to be really busy. Something about like a horse shitting all over the place. <laughs> uh, well, uh, how did he get here before? <laughs> so I decided to head off first. but. Um, you know, I, I, I really don't want to go into the forest without anyone protecting me. So, um, now seeing you, uh, could you act as my guard? I, I, w- I will pay you for this. Um, well, what numbers are we talking? How much gold? <laughs> um, 500, 500 gold. Each or split? Uh, split. Okay. I'm going to try to get an eye for what he has in the back. Because he said it's like a, a little hooded carriage, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can get like a little peeksie doodle. Uh, so Tink's kind of... Oh, I'm the best. Eight at perception. Wow. I, <laughs> I, see, I see the tarp and I'm like, yep, that definitely is a tarp. <laughs> Suspicious looking tarp, but a tarp nonetheless. Tinks is kind of looking at the guy. He's like, what's your name, sir? What's your name? Oh, my name? My name's John Zachary. Nice to meet you. And he um, gives it, like, re- reaches out his hand for a handshake. And I, and I, I how far away? How far away am I from him? Uh, let, let, let's I'm, assume that, hopefully, that you, you am guys... I, am I in handshaking? Am I in handshaking range? Just about, more or less. Alright, so it's like I well if if I'm not, I'm gonna get down from the horse or whatever yeah, riding. Um and I, I kinda I skip over to him and I shake his hand. It's like nice to meet you, sir, nice to meet you. I'm Willem Tinks Patrickson and we'll be definitely glad oh, then I, I kinda stop and I 
turn around. It's like, then I, I, I skip back over to them. It's like, so are we, are we fine? Are we taking this? Hmm. I'm going to say to him, okay. Uh, well, um, 500 gold sounds like a good price. However, I'd like to know what you have in there first, because if there's anything of a special, I don't know, um, price or worth, then shouldn't you be paying more for, you know, that extra protection, given it's more danger for us? I'm just curious as well. What, Zachary, what, what, her, what's down. in the cold? So, Zachary is gonna, uh, John, John Zachary is going to say, honestly, it really isn't any of your business. I'm just carting a couple health potions, that's all. Can I... Cast an insight check. Go ahead. Well, damn. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Tinks has been looking at him very, very excitedly. Then, Thank you. As he said that. Almost a critical, everybody. Yeah. That's a 22. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. He's telling the truth, but not the entire truth. Mm-hmm. That's what you can get from that. <laughs> Is it possible to cast Zone of Truth discreetly? Yes, to both. I think there's word components that you have to do right, and don't they know that they're in a Zone of Truth? Uh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's, a, it's a little ostentatious. Well, Gorif is very, very um, suspicious, but I think we should go along with it, and then maybe we can take a sneak peek of what's in the back while we got him. So, how far away, how far are we from the destination at this point? Um, I would say it's only been about around three to four hours since you've left Dren, and it's still like a day and a half more before you reach Delma. So Morris will turn to the rest of the group and just eh. I mean, eh. I give him like it sound too bad. Sure, but yeah, sure. All right, fine. Let's be off. Tinks kind of goes over to where, uh, what's his name? John Zachary? Will he be leading? Will he be, uh, the one, um, what do you call it? Like taking charge of the horses of the carriage? Uh, yeah. So how, how he, he's going to tell you to basically be pl- place yourself is he wants, um, someone to write ahead, slightly ahead. And he wants, um, the rest of the group to basically, um, protect his sights. That's more or less what he wants. Okay, so Tinks kind of reserves himself a spot beside him. Kind of just um, dumps all his stuff right beside his seat, and it's, it just just puts there. And he, he kind of looks at him, just kind of just stares at him, like very excitedly nodding. So um, I'm sure that it's not just potions in there, is it? As I said before, it's really none of your business. Okay. Okay. No, excuse uh, me for prying, but you know, if if we're gonna be, I don't know, risking our life to be doing this, do you think we can know just a little bit of what's inside? Health potions, that's all, really. Mm-hmm. Health potions, all right, all right, okay, all right, all right. Uh, Lupe kind of rides forward with Elizabeth, and he um, motions for Elizabeth to kind of maybe ride with Morris. And he goes, I'll be the one who's scouting ahead. I have the best perception and a way to get in contact with everyone immediately. Wait, what? That's what he said he wanted, wasn't it? You no, wanted no, someone to scout ahead a little bit? What? Oh, if you see a bolt of lightning come down from the sc- sky and erupt in thunder, then that's probably me. The fuck? Oh, sorry. <laughs> 
I mean, uh, sure, that's that's fine. If you want us to go to head Lupix, don't see a problem with that. All right, Elizabeth, just hop on. I'll um, follow behind, and then you guys um, go to the sides. I think that's the probably the best way to um, defend this. Oh, There's- actually, tangent. Speaking of Elizabeth, so while shopping with her uh, in Dren, she does have a sling and a dagger now. So just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also she has like a little cute little leather armor, yeah, right? I don't know, like she can't wear it. She's a spellcaster. She's not proficient. Well, it's not like she can actually cast spells yet. So does the armor? Does she know any attack spells now? No, she doesn't. Then let her wear the She's armor. still learning. Protection is more important right now. Ah, irrelevant. She's done fine previously. <sighs> Let's see, we're at the hour and 25 minute mark. I'm going to remember that for the I told you so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sorry. Okay. So as you're continuing to write, um, uh, a thick fog begins to grow and uh, surround you. And he... John is getting rather uncomfortable, but it's growing late and... You have no choice but to stop here. You guys sat camp in under the trees in this sparse forest. And it's rather foggy this night. And you are all sat around the fire. The um, merchant makes sure that all of his goods are properly kept. And he makes sure that the, he, he, he does some stuff to ensure that you guys won't just fuck off with it. And then he lies down in his cot and goes to sleep. Let's set up some watches. Mm-hmm. I'm right. God is gonna um kind of mosey on down to the carts and just look, take a take a take a peek in inside. Isn't the guy sleeping in the cart? Yes. Do I, do I roll stealth with disadvantage because of your chainmail? Fuck. No, no, he's wearing plate <laughs> mail. I think. Yeah, please. <laughs> I think that gives his advantage too. Oh, Thursday, that's not bad. Take this. Take a step. <laughs> he wakes up. He looks at you, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here? Did something happen?" Oh, I'm just checking you're all right. Sorry. Um, we're setting up the watches now. Um, yeah, I was just checking you're all right. We didn't know when you went. I'll roll persuasion. Yeah, that's a fucking good description. <laughs> and I have disadvantage on it. Jesus. <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, no worries. <laughs> and he heads off back to sleep. Uh, so what's oh, the watch? Uh, Lupix and Elizabeth will go first because he wants to do some training with her before she gets too tired. Things can uh, take second watch. I'll take third watch, but I'm going to go um, before Lupix goes off with Elizabeth. I'm going to say to him, hey, Lupix, um, is it just me or are you really curious what's in that um, wagon? I'm under the impression that it's nothing good, which does make me curious. I mean, look, I just tried to have a look in there, but you know, I'm not exactly the stealthy type. I did manage to play it off, though. Um, I uh, played it off as me checking on him. It's fine. But um, you are, I'm assuming you're a bit quieter than me. Guys. It's off the I think you're both massively overthinking all this. 
He probably just has a lot of potions and doesn't want us to take them. Well, Willem, uh, do you, I know I don't like you, yes, but yes. do you have a hypothesis? Well, he, he, he seems to be telling the truth. Right? He seems to be forthcoming about this whole thing. So I, I believe him. He seems really nice. He kind of smiles and giggles. Oh, well, you fucking think everyone's nice, right? Okay, why do you ask your opinion? Um, Willem, look, I, I've got a deal with you, right? You small, yes. you probably really stealthy, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Can you just like yeah. take a quick peek what's in there? And if you do, it's some um, completely ethical. It's just we want to make sure it's all safe, you know, and he's not trying to backstab us. I know you think he isn't, but you can know, always be safer, can't you? Yeah, yeah. As, as you're saying this, he's kind of like he uh, he wants to say something, but it's like thinks about it. Like, well, I, do we really need to do this? I mean, I trust him. He, he seems really seems very forthcoming to us about it. I don't think we should be rummaging through his things just because. He, I know, he, but he, it's better safe than sorry. Okay, okay, okay. All right. You know what? You know what? Better. It's for the greater good. It's for the greater good. Right? Yeah, it's for the greater good. Thanks, William. Um, now the quality thinks. So the quality thinks. Look, I'm, I'm warming up to you, um, Norm. So yeah. I was like, okay, okay. So uh, when he calls me Tinks, I'm like. Okay, okay, he trusts me, he trusts me, okay, good, good. And then, uh, he, he moves on, okay, so he goes, he moves on over to the cart, and he tries to take a quick peek inside. That's a stealth yes. check, right? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Twilum. So, describe what happens. Okay, so he tried to, um, I don't know where he's sleeping, I'm guessing he's sleeping right at the opening yeah. of the cart. So I try to, um, climb along the wheel, and then kind of, like throw myself over, but I slip and then I fall. Uh, like I fall. I make uh, as I as I try to throw myself over while climbing on the wheel. Um, I make I make the carriage kind of like creak a bit. I make the wheel kind of creak a bit, and then I fall. It, the wheel kind of moves back, and then I just fall to the ground. It's like, and then. I notice, yeah. um, so, I notice yeah. this immediately and I'm like, oh, um, uh, what's your name? Uh, well, Zachary, Zachary. Sorry to save you sleep, mate, but, um, I think we've seen something in the woods. Look, look, come over here. Look, can you see it? It's like a wolf or something. He, he is not very happy. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Uh, and he's going to say, we're just trying to do it. Just, just let me fucking sleep, okay? If there's anything done, deal with it, okay? Understood? Right, right. Okay, got it. Good night. Good night. Have a nice sleep. After after like, after seeing that he went goes back to sleep, sleep things kind of uh, goes back to you dejectedly, and it's like I'm I'm really sorry, guys. I tried, but my boot slipped, and it's, I didn't it's know fine. Don't worry. This guy seems like we're not going to be able to trick him. Can quite we just go to sleep easily. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. You know, if you go to sleep, I'll um. Lupix, you take, take first watch, then. like you said. Good I'm night. gonna think about this for a while. I won't do anything stupid, probably. Just like you know, I'll, I'll go to sleep with you. Um, good night. See you later. Morris goes to sleep. Gorif is thinking of ways to look Thanks in the cup while lying down. Okay, so um, Lupix and uh, Elizabeth are going to do some training, and then it's time for Gorif. So they wake him up and they go to sleep. And Gorif. Well, first, after training, but before Lupix himself going to sleep, he's going to uh, put Elizabeth to bed, and then he's going to walk away, 
He's going to transform himself into a spider and see if he can get a, an eight-eyed view ah, of what's happening. I was literally about the... to say, oh yeah, um, <laughs> Lupe's can you go? <laughs> good, good shout. I, I walk over to him and then I'm like, oh, okay, never mind, you've got this. Right, I'm gonna... You just walk over to a spider next <laughs> on the, the camp and you're like, good idea. And then you just leave. He's the wrong spider. He's just a regular spider. He's <laughs> <laughs> just a regular <laughs> You're so smart. I appreciate you. Sleeping beside it. Sleeping beside it. (laughs) 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 Okay. So uh, roll me an investigation. Alrighty. Investigation as a spider. A 10. Out of curiosity, what kind of spider are you able to turn into? Uh, Any spider that I've seen. So giant spider? Uh, I think a giant spider might not be considered a beast. I'll check. It is. Oh. In that case, yeah, I could transform into a giant spider. Good to know. But I think I'm probably just more like a brown recluse. Okay. Ooh, actually, so, hmm. just to check, Remy has a plan Morris would think of, but can I just tell Josh for Lupix's sake? Yeah, sure. So... A giant spider has web sense, so you could just make a web line around a camp that we sleep in, and if you kept in contact with it, you'd know if anything crossed the line. That would be useful. Yes. So especially... But I can only be a spider for an hour. Yeah. What? Two hours? That's how long wild... Oh, two hours, maybe. Half druid level? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but useful for your watch time. True. Maybe he'll do that next uh, next time he does a watch. But since he was also training with Elizabeth, it's a bit harder to train with Elizabeth whenever I'm a big spider. Sorry, my brain just had a bunch of tangent of just uses of giant spider webbing. Just imagine if you had spider silk that thick, you could just make all kinds of fun traps. Sorry, that's unrelated. I just thought it was fun. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> imagine waking up see a giant spider encircling your little perimeter. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> like, it's me, it's me, it's me. <laughs> hmm. That's a thought. We have not told Tinks what we do at all. <laughs> Turn into a bear mid-fight. <laughs> okay. So I'm just not doing Tinks. So, looking inside this cart, you managed to find a, um, odd kind of what what do you call that it's like something is it's like flat in line with the cart but oh a hidden compartment basically but here's the thing you can't really (sighs) fit in there because it's quite flush and since you're a spider you kind of lift Mm -hmm. it up so right he said something i say we kill him what no um that's my thing right and um inside the cart you also see quite a lot of um quite a few health potions um, and looking close at the labels that are on these health potions, um, it appears that this guy is working for a company known as the Red Flask. And um, remembering, uh, you would know that the Red Flask is a sort of chain of businesses that some someone owns that um, basically exists all over, I mean, in a couple of cities of um, Darst. Uh does anybody have like so a, um, a uh, fall asleep spell? Uh, I don't think. I mean, I think I might have the ability to learn one, but I don't know if I have one on me. Yeah, I don't. 
Um, question: If I use suggestion to, for to someone to tell them to go to sleep, will they go to sleep? If I cast a spell, suggestion to them. What, what what are the rules specifically? <clears throat> Says uh, you suggest the course of activity. Um, yeah, so uh, I suggest the course of activity uh, limited to a sentence or two. Um, so long as the creature, it's not. So long as the thing, the activity is not totally unreasonable. Um, it's fine, and they need to make a wisdom saving throw. I would say then, yes. And if they if they fail, then they'll uh, they'll do that activity to the best of their ability. Yeah, I, I would say that works because it doesn't harm themselves. Uh, yeah. Okay, but at this time, am I sleeping or am I awake? Yeah, napping. I'm sleeping, right? Yeah, I'm napping. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I take second. I take second watch. So uh, yeah, can you make me up. Well, what was your plan on making someone sleep? Well, if we, he's already sleeping, right? If we could make it so he wouldn't wake up for even one minute, then we could open that hatch, look inside and close it, and he wouldn't have known any better. Make him do it. So make the, make the guy do it. Make John Zachary do it. John Zachary, I think you could, should be in a very, very deep sleep for approximately a couple of minutes, if you could be so kind. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sad because well, that's a very nice paladins can learn a spell called sleep, and it's really good, but I didn't get it, so that's annoying. Well, if we're on the road for a day and a half, <laughs> you'd be able to prepare it. Uh, that is... I would, how does that... I don't know how yeah, spells yeah. work at all. How would, how would that work? Your spells for a when paladin, you, up, you can change have, your spells. Yes. Yeah. I have, oh. yeah, I have the spell prepared, though. Yeah. I already had I already had the spells the spell prepared. Also, wizards don't get to do that um, from spellbook. No, they do. No, no, they, no, they, no. Uh, they wake up the guys, guys, guys. Yeah. I think there's a misunderstanding. So, no. So, effectively, first off, let me explain the situation. Gorif is a uh, paladins are a spellcaster that can change their spell list whenever they make a long rest. Wizards can't do that. That's what we are talking about. Anyways. Um, Let's get back into it. So, okay. Um, Lupix, you re- notice this hatcher. Uh, what do you do? Uh, right now, he's kind of only big enough to be a spider, but he has the information about the red vials handy, and he can always um, he can always come back to this at a later time. He th- he's going to tell the group uh, basically Dylan whenever he starts his watch, and then. He's going to tell everyone else first thing in the morning. I'm sorry, not Dylan. Tinks. 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 Yeah. Like, uh, t- uh, Tinks nods when, he, when you tell him this. It's like, okay, that's, that's good to know. Um, and then he goes on. He just goes on to his normal watch. Okay, so what you're going to hear is you're going to hear footsteps Ooh. and the sound of grass moving. And coming through the grasses, there's going to be a red cloaked figure. Um a hooded red cloak figure and he's holding a lamp of sorts and he's walking slowly and surely towards the cart. Red fucking alert. Hi, hello. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, I don't wake up the rest of them yet, but I, I kind of look at like, hi, hello. Yes. Hi. Yeah. You, um, what are you doing? And what are you doing? And the figure is going to stop, pull down the hood and he's going to say, hi there. Um, I'm here to see John. John, 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 John who? Uh, John Zachary. 
John Zachary. Oh, I I know him actually. Why 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 do you need to see him? Uh, it's business. He's actually sleeping right now. It's quite late. Yeah, oh, it's business. Business. Well, do you think you can wait until no. the morning? Okay. It's like oh, all right, all right. And then he wakes up the rest of the group. Uh, he also goes over to um, John Zachary. He wakes him up. It's like John, 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 John. There's someone here to see to see you. Got a um. There's a really interesting fellow. I'm gonna get out my axe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm trying to yeah, I try to wake up John. It's like, come on, John. There's someone here to see you. I told them to wait until the morning, but they they said it's urgent, so maybe it's really important. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with the potions inside your in your carriage. <laughs> and he's still trying to wake him up. He wakes up and he basically says, "Yeah, it's all fine. It's all fine." And uh, he sees the guy leads him into the back of the car and they, they talk or something. You're not too sure. And that's basically what you can gather from the situation. Right. Eavesdrop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking spell-wise, I could do Zone of Truth on them. I don't think no. that'll do anything right now. No, that won't do anything, right? <laughs> John, you've been quite... I mean, yeah, right, I think right. eavesdropping... John, you've been very honest today. More honest than usual. And it's like, why, well, thank you. I don't know. I just feel honest today, you know? It's like, there's this zone of truth about me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Fuck. <laughs> if someone's in the zone of truth, they know. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. So, um, I think we should eavesdrop on them. I'm going to kind of like look at Lupix and everyone else. Like, Morris will call out to the two in the cart. Oi, is it alright to go back to sleep? Yes, it's fine. Night. Morris goes back to sleep. Fucking hell, Morris. Right, um, Lupix, right, um, did yeah. you investigate the carriage? He nods yeah. and, like, moves a finger to Gorf's mouth to, like, quiet him <laughs> a little bit. I'm just being really loud. Did you oh, investigate? I, I, it's like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, and, um, what was what was there? You know, yeah. Secret compartment. Oh fuck! Oh, he's got to look in there, you know, man. He does have a lot of health potions, but they're all provided by Red Vial Company. Red Vial. No, Red Flask. Name? Red oh, Flask. Sh- red Flask. Okay. Oh shit! Um, it's known as the I'm Red try Flask. Try to be listening. I'm going to try to be listening while I'm whispering this stuff to Gorif. Tinks is kind of. Tinks is kind of. Uh, goes into the conversation. It's like, yeah, uh, Lupix told me earlier there must be a lot of potions in there just to need an extra, just to need an extra door, right? I don't think there are potions behind that door. Um, look, I think we should. Oh, sorry, my uh, mic keeps falling down. Um, one way or another, um, we gotta look in that compartment. Well, if you guys are so curious, I'm. I mean, you know, might be some private things, maybe some flask. I don't know why you guys are so. Picky about it, but in yeah, the meantime, sorry. uh, Lupix, I mean, Lupix. <laughs> so what you're gonna realize is that you can't hear a thing like almost as if something, some magical sort of thing has been done so that no one can listen in onto your conversation. Uh, gotcha, gotcha, and, and so, that requires a certain level of magical sophistication that is pretty intense, right? Yes. Like to specifically soundproof the outside, but not the inside. Yes. Mm. Well, fuck. We um. I say we burn him. I say we burn him. I've got a um torch. I've got some tinderbox. I say we um. Say we burn him. No. 
Yes. Oh, fine, no, but... Oh, come on, we've got to do something. Right now, we don't know that they're doing anything wrong. I mean, why, okay, the, yeah, we don't know that for sure, but they why would they... Sus all hell, but... <laughs> I mean, why would they have a secret compartment? They're soundproofing. I don't know, man, this is... This doesn't seem very good. So what? You Something's wanna, up. You want to kill them? <clears throat> no, I don't want to kill them. Jesus Christ. Just, like, look what's so, in that secret compartment. And maybe, yeah. you know, um... Take it if, if if we need to, if they um engage in combat, but that's, that is not what I want to happen. I have a feeling what's in that secret compartment is what they're bartering over right now. Probably. Which means that if we wait until after this individual leaves, it's going to be gone. Fuck. Well, um, how about we say we knock them both out and then zone of truth them? Right, so, um... Look, I'm just going to put two and two together here, right? We know they have some dodgy shit in that small compartment, right? We know we know they're dodgy, and we know we could be in mortal danger if we don't know what's in there. So we can't eavesdrop, we can't stealth on them. So I think brutality is kind of the only way to go here. All right, I summon eight wall... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, what do you you're guys right. Th- I know it's kind of... Yeah, these guys just seem really shady. We won't kill them straight away. We'll try and knock them out and rope them up. So, yeah. So everyone um down to do that. Oh, fuck, Willem. Right, how are we going to explain this to him? It's like, hey guys, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> I've seen nothing. Oh, I'm nothing. We're just, um, we're playing tic-tac-toe. It's very important to um patrol. Oh, I'm sure it is. Can I join? Oh, no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't join you guys. I need to patrol the round. I don't worry. When you're done patrolling in hours' time, then um, you can play. But it's very important you're um, out patrolling. Yes, of course, yeah. of course. All right. You enjoy your game of tic-tac-toe, and I'll go out there and keep you guys safe. He skips out. Thank you. Skips, skips out. He continues on. Right, patrol. so they're going to use the dildo daggers, or they're going to use the bullet daggers. <laughs> <laughs> what? Right. So, um, are we going to, you know, incapacitate them? Well, m- more often than not, I use spells and you use the blunt end of your axe. Hey, let's go. Okay, I'm going to go thump, um, Morris, Morris, right. Um, I'm going to, let's say, you get your sword, right? I'm both going to thump them both. We're going to thump them both, asleep. silly. I'm just going to, like, I'm going to get a bucket of water and splash you. Morris dumps a bucket of water on his head as loudly as possible. Morris! <laughs> oh, yeah, Morris. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry to wake you so unceremoniously. But, um, you are a fucker. You, I fucked your mum, so uh, what? Nothing. Right, um, right, right. We need to kill the people, not kill, but we need to incapacitate the people in there. They've got a secret compartment and there could be dangerous things in there. So we need to go have a look. What the fuck happened while I was asleep? Well, we found out that there was a um, secret compartment in the carriage. And we need you to thump him one of them on the head with um, your sword and I'll thump him with my axe. Deal. Lupix is going to be standing behind Gorif and he just nods once like, oh, he's not crazy this time. Right, um, someone needs to take care of um, Willem. I'll talk to Willem for a second. Okay, cool. Let's keep him um, occupied for a good uh, hour. I don't know, five minutes. Let me clean everything up. All right. Right, okay. 
Uh, talk to him about like, I don't know, fucking chess I'll or something. I'll talk to him about this, okay? <laughs> so well, no, don't, being... do all, don't tell him about this. And I leave. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, y'all best might want to get started. All right, so um, Morris, you you done? Come on, let's go. Let's go. Right. Uh, thump him, thump him real good, right? In three, <laughs> two, one, thump. <laughs> you just scream the word thump. Then we thump. thump. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to walk it's up to Tink. Rolls. Before, before that happened. Tink. Hey. She rolls. I think Friend. it's best that we establish up front that I do not believe that the individual who we're protecting and who he's doing business with are good people. Um, I think that they might be moving illicit content from one spot to another. So Gorif and good old Morris are going to be well, they're, they're going to be interrogating them in a second. Interrogate? Interrogate? Yeah, <clears throat> don't worry about it. But the important thing is, is that if there's nothing wrong with them, we'll apologize. I'll heal them up post with, and we won't be taking money for the job. But if there's something naughty, we need to report them to the authorities. As a force, that's very sensible. So, they, so long as they do it peacefully, of course. So no, nothing, no one gets hurt. Just making sure. All right. Now, this is where this conversation should stop, and we should hear. Gore have screamed the word thump. <laughs> thump! <laughs> Just reverberating through the forest. And I'm like, about that last part. And Tink's shouts back, thump to you too! Thump to you too, buddy. <laughs> thump to you too, buddy. That's awesome. Does he do that often? No. Well. Okay. Well, that's quite funny. I don't uh, know. Dwarves say the weirdest things. Camera shift. Okay, so mean in the meantime, um, how how are Morris and Gareth going to thump these two? So Morris is able to stealth, but generally chooses not to. So he's gonna choose not to. He's just going to walk up whoever is closer when Gore says thump is just gonna thump him. It's just like no subtlety. You're going to enter the thing. <laughs> okay, I would say that this is like a unexpect unexpected thing for them. So who are you gonna attack first off? Uh who's closer to wherever I am? That would be the merchant. <laughs> Uh, John or the other guy? John. Okay. John it is. Uh, hmm. uh, do I get advantage because it is surprise? Go ahead. Oh, also I have reckless attack anyway. Be sure to put in the little asterisk that it's a non-murderous thump. Yeah, thump. Knockout. It's thump, <laughs> not slice in half. So We're thumping, thump not dumping. Thump. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Again, I have a sword. If I'm thumping, it's non-lethal. <laughs> hmm, I should put that on my character sheet. I'll do that later. Thump will be my non-lethal. <laughs> do we roll a strength saving throw? What? I don't know. What do what, what we roll? An attack. Yeah. Uh, 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 will uh, I hope? Uh, it does. Okay. 
17 damage. <laughs> oh no. He's out. Goody. Does <laughs> <laughs> bash him with the side of the sword? He gets launched into. Oh, wait, aren't we supposed to be doing that where we're more descriptive? Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that because we haven't uh, rolled anything. <laughs> my apologies. I will try to correct this now. So, Morris just walks in. Pardon me, fellows. Just draws his sword and with flat end, does not turn on the fire and just brings it down in a odd clang thud because it is a glass blade. So actually it would have that ting probably when it hits his skull and immediately John is unconscious. Morris just turns to the other guy, beg your pardon, and rings his bell. Does 14 damage knock him out as well? No. Shit. <laughs> and then he becomes an ascendant demon entity that eats your soul. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> As a bonus action then, since I knocked out John and have great weapon master, I will attack for a third time. Go ahead. So, bringing it down one more turn. Oh dear. Uh, will Does a 14 hit? Okay, so what he's going to do... Uh-oh. Um... <laughs> Let me just double check some stuff, okay? Yeah, I need to double check if he has a reaction of sorts that would protect him from this. So, um... He might have the shield spell. Yes, he... Ha, oh, you, you guess what he was. Okay, so... <laughs> he... Okay, so... When when you're about to use a strike that will not will have knocked him out, just in time, this red cloaked thing, um, man brings up a hand and quickly yells out an incantation, and a blue um, sort of energy fills the air and takes the blow. Hopefully, let's see. So. Yeah, and it takes the blow, but shat- like, and the shield is shattered, but the attack doesn't hit the spellcaster. Finn Goriff, um, attack, given you standing right there. <laughs> he, he's, he, he, no, so Morris has used the surprise attack already. So is that it, uh, Morris? That is all of my actions. So on to now, everyone. <laughs> Roll initiative. Oh. One person. <laughs> he rolled a one. <laughs> oh no! I'll, I'll, I'll I didn't select my counter. Fuck. Twenty one. <laughs> Lupix is like just on edge and hears thump. Oh, hears <laughs> echoing across, and he's like, "What was that? What, Lupix? Why is he a demon? Uh, is is that a deep? That's a demon. No, it's not. He's he's a click guy." Oh, uh, oh, the fellow T-Flick! We need to get We're back. beating up one of my kind. Good, kill him. Fuck him up. <laughs> we need to get back. Lufix um, <laughs> is gonna uh, just kind of walk with Dylan, and he's gonna head over to Elizabeth, Dylan. but he's not going to attack. Oh, not you, Dylan. Sorry, Tink. He's gonna walk away with things. Just be like, you know, things like this they happen. Sometimes you're working with the wrong people, and it's your responsibility as a moral actor to do your best to make sure that you know 
I'm second. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm kind of not. I'm kind of not listening to you rationalizing this because I am more concerned about the loud noises. Yeah. So in the background, he's magic. Garth. At this point, Garth is when he gets his turn, he's just gonna like, oh fuck that. He's just gonna fucking face smash him because I'm I'm in scared. the meantime. Um, what, what's going to happen is Elizabeth is gonna run to Lupix with tears in her eyes and hug him close, and she's gonna say. Hey, baby girl. She's going to say, what, 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 what's going on? I'm scared. <laughs> He's just going to pat her on the head. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is a terrible situation. Anyhow, <laughs> this poor girl. Um, so, Goris, <laughs> poor, poor gal. What Isn't are you it doing? Lupix's go first? No, he did his thing. Lupix spent oh. his turn walking towards Elizabeth and rationalizing the situation. Oh, right. Well, I'm just going to be like, fuck, <laughs> and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fucking panic and reflexively smash him in the face with my axe. Oh! <laughs> With the flat of your axe, sir. With the flat of your axe. No, not with the flat of my axe. With <laughs> <laughs> a fucking good axe. <laughs> okay. So he does have shield up for the whole turn. So mm-hmm. yeah, but still hits. Oh, still. Oh. oh boy! Get your second attack, Gorif. <laughs> your wow. axe cleaves into his face. He might already be dead. He's not dead quite yet. I get a second attack now. Yeah, you're fifth level. What the fuck? Okay, that's um, that's good. I'm gonna roll with divine smite this time because I'm like, oh, just end no. it, end it, nah. end him. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> And I'm gonna, Everyone was like, specifically, we're going to make sure they're alive until we know something bad. Thank God! No, I'm, I'm using Lucky. <laughs> oh my. There we are. No! <laughs> <laughs> Describe what happens. I panic and reflectively smash him with my axe. And then it bounces off, the, it goes in, and it just like splits his skull in two against the floor of the carriage. And he's dead. Oh my god. What the fuck? Fuck. I'm sorry. He fucking scared me. Did you hear that fucking boom? (laughs) Fucking loud. (laughs) Lupic takes a step into the clearing and just sees from the backside of the carriage Gorf's axe buried in this man's face and Lupic goes, What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I, I didn't mean to kill him. Things falls like a bit after, it's just like, ah, just cream. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Elizabeth, don't come in. Lupix <laughs> instantly covered Elizabeth's eyes. Good. <laughs> At least the fucking merchants are alive, right? Oh my <laughs> god. He comes up, he comes up to the door. What did you do? What did you do? What are you doing? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I he scared me with that boom, and I accidentally I instinctively smashed his skull in. Um, look, instinctively. I'm sorry. I've just grown up being a paladin, fucking fighting training. This, this, I'm sorry. Okay. So now look, what? I, 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 uh, go, we, I, I go over. I go over to the guy. I, I go over to the guy and see if I can 
do anything to him. <laughs> His head is just cleaved in half. Are you okay, sir? Are you, are you okay? Tell me what to do. How can I help you? Thanks. Thanks. He's dead. Yeah, he's fucking dead. Can I say something narratively based on the damage that was done? Yeah. So, with the sheer amount of force that Gorf puts behind Light Splinter, I imagine he swings the axe sideways at his face, and just the entire top half of his head, just on the diagonal line of the slice, just has fallen off. So we just see that like weirdly smooth slice Yikes. of brain barely well, Christ, in his head. What we need to do, dispose of the body, right? Bury it somewhere and then tie up the merchant so we can question him. Uh, I don't think he'll be willing to uh, give us the money after this, guys, eh? Tinks? Tinks kind of starts backing off. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tinks, 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 He prepares his, he looks at his amulet um, that he's wearing uh, over his neck. And it starts to glow Whoa. as he casts a spell. Whoa, but no, no, Tinks, Tinks, Tinks. Chill, chill. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tinks. It's no it's fucking accident, mate. Don't kill me. I don't want to kill a fucking gnome, okay? I've got three rules in my life, right? It's drink beer at least once a day. Don't go to sleep before nine and don't kill gnomes. Just because it's sad. You know, it's like, it's like killing a child. How does this man. justify you doing whatever you did to this man? Well, it's not. Uh, I'm sorry, right? Tinks. Look, Tinks, Tinks. You obviously aren't a very experienced. How old are you, Tinks? Uh, 30. Right, okay. You're very young then, man. Look, he's, just, he's just trembling. He's just kind of like, he's darting between all of you. Lupix is equally <laughs> like, he, he's less terrified than Tinks is, but he is visibly angry. Just like, <laughs> like literally his fist is shaking, but he's covering both of poor Elizabeth's eyes. Why does everyone always hate me? What have I ever done wrong to you? <laughs> you just I killed mean, the like, man, Luke. Well, it's, it's, oh, fuck, right. So one fucking bury the body, right? And I put, shove the little brain no, head slice no, in with no, it. No, don't, don't talk about what you want to do. Tell me what happened. What happened? Why did you, why does this man's haste no. half off? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to kill him. He just scared me and I instinctively raised his head. <laughs> he scared you. What did he do? He scared Basically, like, Morris thumped um, his friend over the head, and then Morris tried to thump him over the head, but he cast a shield spell, and then it made a huge boom sound, and it scared the shit out of me, so I instinctively swung at him and killed him by accident. He got to tilt his... Tings tilt his head, it's like, stop his head, is that a figure of speech I don't understand? Knock him out so we can, you know, interrogate him. Knock, knock him out. So when I yeah. said I'm back to you, you were you were not talking to me. No, that's the no. I mean, thumping, thumping. Oh fucking hell, man! You're really a fucking idiot, right? Thumping, thumping someone over the head. You deranged gnome. Uh, I'm sorry. I, that was that was offensive. But I, I slowly back away. I kind no. of scare the spell. No, 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 no. Thanks. thanks. Look, so what I'm help you? What are you doing? You're just looking at me Gorf. like you've killed someone. Oh fuck! Like, you didn't kill someone. <laughs> just, yeah. Gorf, get out of the cart and start oh. digging. Gorf, can you please just tell me what's going on? What's going on? What happened? Look, I'm talking about from this man's face is half off, and I'm Gorf. so confused. What's going on? I, <laughs> Morris will kneel and just 
pull tanks into a hug. It's like, what are you doing? I'm not, this is, I, I don't need comfort. What, what are you doing? I need explanations. <laughs> and then he just breaks his neck. It's like, shh. <laughs> 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 I'm not just kidding. If, I, if, I, if I feel his hand wrapped around my neck. <laughs> no, it no, doesn't happen. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Morris is a good person, unlike uh, some people. Oh, uh, fuck you. Look, <laughs> right. yeah, so, yeah, so, so. I'll dig the hole. Somebody tie up the merchant before he wakes up. And don't let him see his friend like that. We need to know answers. Look, um, does anyone have any rope? Lupix, do you mind tying him up? Uh, Lupix is going to... Uh, <laughs> He's going to look, um, he's going to be like, yes, Elizabeth, could you stay in front of the cart? And he's just basically going to place her there and say, don't, don't move. Oh, Elizabeth, um, uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> and Lupix is going to get up into the, uh, the carriage and check the compartment and tie up the merchant. So when you chunk, does Gorb start digging? Give it a sec. So when when you chunk the compartment, right, the hidden compartment, you open up and to find within this compartment a larger sized red flask that is of a potion that you assume is a health potion. Mm-hmm. Of some sort. Mm-hmm. And that is all you find in the compartment. Mm-hmm. So, when you say bigger, how okay, much? Okay, so if the imagine the um, normal flasks being about the size of like a canteen, like a basically about the size of your hand, basically something that will fit in your hand, and uh, the this one is about the size of um, maybe a football, more or less. Okay, like a so- soccer ball, depending on. So it's like a decanter the- of wine worth of. <laughs> Yeah, basically. And as far as you can tell, it's health potion. So, as, yeah. As, as Tinks, Tinks can't see this because it's a bit too short. So it's like, um, as they're investigating, it's like, let me see. Let me see. what What's in there? It's better be, it's better be bad. He's going to hold Ooh. out the, 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 the flask and just jingle it. And I, I, I kind of like look at it. Swish it from the outside. Kind of look at it. It's like, uh, can I can I check what's inside? Maybe if there's anything. It's like I'm, I'm desperate to find a reason to think that this was a justifiable idea. A justified killing? It wasn't yeah. supposed to be a killing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna whisper to Lupix. I'm like, look, um, Tinks is gonna give us in if we don't come up with something fast. I'm Are not you going to kill no, Tinks. So, uh, no, 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 of course not. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying we hide the demon flask in the um in the bot compartment, so he thinks they were like weird demon cultists. So then doesn't turn us in. DM, can I please check what's inside the flask? Is it is it just no normal potion? Roll me a Arcana or history. <clears throat> I can roll it. I'll roll Arcana. <laughs> Who's that person oh, next Jesus. to the cart? While while Lupix kind of like turns around after Tank starts checking out the thing. If anybody wants to roll a perception, he is mumbling something under his breath. Hmm, I'm curious. Okay, I'll so roll. what's in this flask, right, is basically 
from what you can tell, highly potent um, health potion. Very, very highly potent. That's what you can tell from that roll. So Thanks. as I as I kind of I'm I'm kind of looking around it and like swirling around. I'm like uh, my my face turns from like kind of desperate to kind of just um, despair and then fear and kind of. I just put I put the po- I put the potion down and I start I kind of I move around I move around the cart away hopefully from the sight of the rest of the group. So next maybe to Elizabeth. Around, yeah, maybe around where Elizabeth is. You're like, man, whenever I'm big and tall like you, Elizabeth. <laughs> I like I go up to Elizabeth. It's like, hey, do you know what's going on? I don't know what's going on, and I'm scared. You look scared. Let's sit together. We're scared together. And I kind of just, I kind of just, I kind of just rock back and forth. Like, what's going on? What's going on? And I, I look at my leather. I, I look at my leather notebook and I flip furiously through the pages. Uh, yeah, and I trying to process the whole thing. Lupix finishes tying up the merchant, but at this point, he doesn't really think there's much point to it. And, and Morris, you do hear him. He's mumbling, and it's something like, God damn it, fucking, I thought my days of prying corpses out of carts was over. Look, well, look, wait. I'm going to go up to um Tinks and say, well, these guys weren't the innocent little bunnies we thought they were. Look what I found in their carriage. And I'm going to get the demon flask. We've already talked to him about the demon flask. He knows we have it. Shut up. <laughs> we specifically told him about the demon flask today. A demon flask. Another one. He looks at it. He looks at it. He looks at it. It's like, is that, isn't that the same flask that you had earlier? No, it's a different one. Look, I'm, I'm going to. It's deception. Deception. It's a different identical one. I roll. Insight with advantage? <laughs> <laughs> yes, insight with advantage. I didn't need it. <laughs> Gorf is just grasping at straws. <laughs> why, why are you lying to me? I just saw I just saw what was inside the compartment. It's just a big potion. I was telling you he had no space and he probably just needed one. I what happened? Please just tell me straight what happened, please. Oh, well, I told you what happened. I'm just scared you're gonna go to the authorities. Look, I'm sorry. It'll never happen again. It will happen again. But oh god, fuck. All right. Yeah, like, can we have a camera shift so Morris and Lupix can have a chat? <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. I can't deal Morris with this. Just climb into the cart where Lupix is, and just kind of take a seat and just meet Lupix's eyes and. Well, fuck. Lupix n- nods. It's like, I think he's unhinged. <laughs> he was just arrested twice in a day. And now then he committed an actual murder. Granted, we committed an assault, but a justifiable assault, I feel like. Not to mention, we, we're gonna heal him after and apologize and all that. Find out how to make that okay. But this mm-hmm. cannot be okay. He's looking at all the blood-covered health potions. Yeah. What do we do about this? Deep party kill. <laughs> Everyone commits suicide. It's the only way. <laughs> okay, so 
one of you, uh, Morris and Lupix, I want one of you to roll a perception. I'll roll. <laughs> we hear Gorif stabbing <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> Oh, that's a crit! Oh, shit! I, I know what you're doing, Gore. If you think you can sneaky deaky past me, I don't think so. You just can't so one of my... Lupix, Lupix. What you're gonna notice is on the body, you're gonna find a document. And on the document, you realize something. This is no health potion. There's no million there health potion. Oh, so it is a health potion, <laughs> but it's more than yeah. that. It's the only existing revival potion, something that can bring those who have died back from the dead. Father of Contemplate! <laughs> no! Yes! <laughs> Lupix like, is reading the note and he's like, Oh. Oh. <laughs> He, he looks over at Morris. Morris, can you read? Yes. I hand it to him. All right, Morris reads it. <laughs> I like the idea of Morris, can you read? Yes. <laughs> and you can't. And you're like, oh no! It's a reaction to the letter, but you don't know what it says. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, based on Morris's reaction, you may not be 100% sure on that. <laughs> He's like, I know, right? So, uh, how do we uh, deal with this on top of that? Well, a revival potion is probably single-handedly one of the most valuable items that we could have found here. And if we use it on the man, then he's no longer dead. But depending upon who sent him to buy it, he may be in trouble if he's found out that he had it used on him. But at the same time, if we just take it, then we become thieves of something of potential and incredible importance. Do I get the impression that I know what this revival potion is for from the letter? You don't, you can't really tell much, but you assume that. Oh, and at the very least, from what you can tell off of it, somebody very, very powerful needs it for something. Just did they sign it at the end, or did they just like put initials or something? Or okay, nothing? here's the thing: you're gonna notice something, and it's the royal seal. Oh no! Shit! Shit. We're enemies of the fucking state. Hold on, is enemy of a fucking state. I just shoot him in the head. Also, <laughs> doesn't know about this. He's outside the card. Yeah, I know. That's very true. Lupix is just like, he puts both of his fingers to his lips and does that thinking pose. This is very bad. Well, I don't know how this could get worse. Don't ever say that. He like looks over at Morris. You're right. That's bad luck. It invites demons. What do we do about this guy and this note? And how the fuck do we stop Gore from pulling this shit? I don't know if we can. <clears throat> There's the <clears throat> obvious answer. Mm, he was like thinking. He doesn't like the thought, but he's thinking. Especially because Tink, our the newest member, is right there. We've just killed an innocent man, and then we walk out the cart and chop Gora's head off. Like, no, I don't think that's going to be very conducive to party unity. <laughs> <sighs> 
Tink mentioned that he brought the attention of the authorities down. Would that work? Well, the authorities answer to the king. This is supposedly about to be the property of the king. We're in possession of it. We turn over the man who killed the messenger for the king. I think we're still in a not insignificant amount of trouble. But the question does have to be asked. Don't we kind of deserve it? Yep. He's going to sigh for a second. He's going to sigh and then he's going to cast Cure Wounds on the unconscious merchant. His wound seal. Oh yeah, let me press the button. Yeah, You see like a little bit of glowing uh, green and yellow light emanate off of Lupix's hand and kind of seal the wounds that uh, well like it kind of makes the bruise <laughs> that poor Morris inflicted on this man uh, kind of heal up a little bit looks looks less severe and he gets back six hit points and he's going to wake up you did tie him up right yeah he's tied up okay cool so John is going to wake up and he's going to look around and just like go to say what the fuck happened? Oh, you fuckers! What have you done? And he's looking at the... Wait, what, where's the body currently? The corpse I has been removed from the uh, from the car. Yeah, but you can see the blood. So he's like, what have you done? Digitation that would have been taken care of. Okay, but... <laughs> what have you done is still a good question. Yeah, yes. yeah. What have you done? Uh, something not good and we're willing to make amends for it um but first of all i need to know any kind of points at the note who's this for i'm not to know of it there's some my boss told me to bring it here and that that's all i was told to do send that the messenger will come and who's your boss i am not to say look this has been a shitty fucked up day in all kinds of ways please Please just cooperate with us. Lupix is going to take one of his daggers and he's going to cut the ropes away. It's like there, there's no reason to keep you tied up. We're not interrogating you. We just need to have some information. He's going to rub his wrists and stand up and he's going to say, why, why, why did you do this? I noticed that whenever we were escorting you that you were particularly protective and I noticed that you had a hidden compartment within your cart. I thought that perhaps you might be attempting to smuggle something untoward on account of the individual in the red cloak appearing in the middle of the night in the middle of the woods in the middle of the mist. So we decided what we were going to do was perhaps if you were indeed a criminal we were going to knock you unconscious, examine the contents of the hidden area, and report you to the authorities should that be necessary. And if you were not a criminal, I was going to heal you immediately and beg your forgiveness and tell you that we will be escorting you the rest of the way without pay. And he's going to say, forget about paying or anything of that sort. I'm going to be murdered for this. My boss will be very, very upset. Wait, why would you be murdered? He's going to take a, he's going to say, my boss is someone who is very powerful and he managed to get this deal not easily 
and he was going to a lot, make a lot of money from this, a lot of gold. And Red flask? Yes, since I've failed, it's going to come for me. Well, does the guy in the cloak have the gold on him? No, it was a contract. Once they would have confirmed it, most likely they would have passed the gold to the boss. So... So... It's not like the vial got smashed. Can't that deal still happen? And he's going to pause and think, and he's going to take a couple of deep breaths, and he's going to say, "Yes, yes, but I, 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 I need, I need the force." And um, what? Did, do you take care of the body? It's going to say in the process. Okay, okay, okay. Some outside the cart point. Maybe, um, I never want to see any of you again. Do you understand that? Understandable. Yeah. And don't you ever dare to mention a single thing. Uh, Lupix will nod. I don't have the right to ask this question, but I have to. Are you going to talk about us? He's going to stay silent. He's going to say, if I don't... It'd be my life. And if you do, it's all of ours. And he'll turn his head to look at Lupix and just curious look in his eye, just kind of looking for a yay or nay. (laughs) Lupix is wondering what the yay or nay is referring to. It's like, oh no, is he thinking of chopping this guy's head off? Yes. I mean, Lupix thinks for a second. Ah. Lupix, all right, let's let's pump the brakes a little bit real quick, because Lupix, what he's trying to do and what he always tries to do nowadays is atone. And <laughs> murdering people <laughs> is not a way that you atone for your sins. I don't know if you guys know this, but it's not. <laughs> Isn't it though? Uh, so Lupix, even, even though the smart thing to do here would be to definitely kill this man and then be on the run from the government for our entire lives, um, shakes his head no. Morris hesitates and then will give a short nod. Lupix puts a hand out and puts it on his shoulder and he goes, I understand that you're going to have to do what's best for you and yours, um, He just nods. I expect that you're going to have to be moving your delivery to the capital. Yes, that that will have to be done. So I will have to find them myself. I'll find uh, one of my people and they they will be able to figure something out. So we have accidentally made some enemies today. I, I know, but who... Someone in the royal court who can afford a resurrection potion. Who is your boss? Who runs the company? Who will be the ones trying to kill us when this happens? He's going to take a second to think about whether he should tell you or not. And then he's going to decide that even though you fucking murdered his, um, that the guy who was going to take the flask, he feels like the fate having you, um, of it without understanding who is going to be coming after you for wronging him would be too cruel even for a bunch of murderers. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just kidding. He's going to say, 
the Red Cardinal is going to come for you. If I were you, I'd run. And that's it for today. Thanks for listening to episode 11 of Riff Wake. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the Patreon Discord where you'll be able to chat with the cast, and even a shout-out on the show. Recently, we've released the prequel to the show, which is of the Marauders. You can get it at a dollar. Find us on social media, on Twitter at Riffwake Podcast, on Facebook at Riffwake, and on Reddit on the subreddit r slash Riffwake Podcast. And now, send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Sorry. <laughs>